welcome to Anna with Two Ends. You're here with me, Anna, and this is my English podcast where you can learn English, have fun, and make English part of your life. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iVox, and check me out on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Anna with underscore two ends underscore English. So today I'm going to talk about something that a lot of students ask me about, which is language exchanges. A lot of people ask me about this and they ask me things like, are language exchanges good for me? Which language exchange should I go to? Blah, blah, blah. So today I'm going to dedicate a little episode to that. And I'm going to start and I'm going to give you some pros and cons and also some pointers based on my experience. So to start off, what is language exchange? Well, language exchange is something that I became uh, more familiar with when I moved to a new country. No surprises. And it kind of does what it says on the tin. Uh, You go, uh, sometimes it's an event or it can be an online kind of through Skype or Zoom or whatever. And you speak sometime in one language and sometime in another language. And the idea is that you're learning another language, but you're also helping other another person learn another language, in which cases it's an exchange. So often these things are free, which is fantastic, okay? If you're looking for a free option to practice, especially your speaking and conversational skills, this is definitely something that I would consider looking into. I would say that language exchanges are not for everybody and not everybody likes them, but some people do. I find them very useful in some cases, not in all cases, but in some cases. So I'm going to tell you, first of all, about some of the good things. Number one, as I mentioned before, the majority of these things are free, but you have to just double check. Number two, it's perfect to practice speaking and conversational skills. Okay, maybe you already have English classes, maybe you already have time with a teacher, but this is kind of in a conditioned environment. So you might want something a little bit more informal, and this is great. You can also meet new people. Now, obviously, we haven't been able to do group uh, meetings for a while. So this is something that's starting back up. And so it's something that you could start thinking about um, now or in the future, maybe. So you can meet new people. One of the things I would say is you have to think about people's motivations. Some people want to go there to learn a language, which is perfect. Some people want to meet new people. Great. Uh, excellent being social some people are looking for a romance or something romantic okay it's a way to meet people so it's normal that that might happen and some people might be looking for something else so there's a lot of different people that go see things and all of them have different motivations which you have to be aware of and also just take into account okay but you can meet some fantastic people which is which is one of the really good things um As I said, it's not for everybody. Um, Maybe some of the cons that I think about meetups are, or language exchanges, I'm saying meetups because that's one of the most popular platforms. It's called Meetup and they advertise a lot of things, especially in Madrid. In fact, if you're in any major city, I, I think that you will have a meetup section with your city. And Meetup doesn't just have language exchanges. It has any kind of group, any kind of group you could imagine on there. But one very popular one is language exchanges. The meetups that I find most useful, and this leads me on to my con, is the ones that are more structured. Because for me, the reason that I'm going to a language exchange is because I want to practice another language, right? I mean, 
okay, I want to meet new people as well. And that's great. But the reason I'm going is because I want to learn another language. Otherwise, I'd go to a, a club about knitting, you know. So I go to learn another language and I like to go to the ones that are more structured. Normally, these events have an organizer and that organizer can be have more influence over the event or not. For example, I went to one that I really liked where we spent 15 minutes talking in Spanish great for me, and 50 minutes talking in English, great for the people that want to learn English. And it was very structured like this and people respected the rules and everyone was kind of on the same page. Those ones I like and I find them useful. The ones that are more kind of like social events, they're less structured, okay? You turn up and it's just a big room of people and everybody's speaking English and Spanish in different little groups. There's no structure. The organizer lets you explore and talk to people and whatever which is also perfect but also it can be a little bit difficult if you can't find somebody to speak with now luckily for you English learners my experience especially here in Spain is that the majority of people want to learn English so you're probably going to practice English but the downside is that there's not always as many native English speakers or English speakers as there are people wanting to learn English. So sometimes you can go there and there's like a crowd of people around one English speaker. So sometimes the numbers aren't exactly right, but it really depends because these kind of groups, they change every week because new people come, other people go, and you have the regulars, the people that go there all the time, and then you have a lot of people that come in and out. So that's great for meeting new people, but I prefer the ones that are more organized. And unfortunately, the only way that you can really try that is to go to a few different ones, test it out and see which ones you like. So those are kind of the face-to-face meanings. Uh, In terms of online, I don't really like that as much. I did try it at the beginning and I put out an advert and I was talking to some people about arranging arranging to to meet up or and I just don't feel as comfortable I prefer to meet people face to face first get to know them have a little chat perfect practice a little bit of Spanish I prefer to know who I'm with first uh, than to arrange something online but of course you could do something on Skype you don't have to go anywhere it's super convenient If you don't get on, if you don't click, it's no problem. You can just stop doing it. And that's the thing. I mean, you can go to these things. You're not going to like everybody that goes there. Um, You're not going to click with everybody that goes there. And that's also okay. I had one very bad experience (laughs) with a guy who refused to speak Spanish when we were doing the Spanish like section. He refused to speak Spanish. And I said, okay, okay, pal you're not speaking Spanish. Do you want to go to another table? Because uh, this is the Spanish time. We've spoke, we've spoken English. This is the Spanish time. The reason why we come here is to practice this. If you're not down with that, then please go to another table. And he went to another table and he was very annoyed with me. But, you know, I'm there to learn. And maybe I was a little bit strong, but I, I he was, he was, he wasn't, uh, he didn't have a nice vibe. Like he wasn't a nice a nice guy in that moment and he was a little rude so I felt that I had to be a little bit direct and that's my worst experience ever to be honest I haven't had any other bad experiences I just sometimes when I felt oh I went to that and I spent the whole time speaking English that wasn't super useful for me but perfect for all you guys learning English which is why I encourage you to take a look at doing these I'm not saying that you should go because it's not for everybody um 
if you're very shy, like I can be very shy sometimes, it can be a little bit intimidating, a little bit daunting. Um, especially if you go to one where, you know, you kind of have to find a group and let's imagine that you go to one that's not as organized and everybody's speaking Spanish and you're like, I really want to practice English. You've kind of got to have the confidence to move to another group or to say to them, like, should we practice English now or should we switch? So you have to be a little bit confident in that, in that respect. Um, but I mean, I, I, I enjoy them. I find them useful. I don't go to them anymore because of work commitments. It's, it's literally impossible for me to, to go to them at the moment. Um, but in the future, it might be something that I consider to give my Spanish a little boost. One other thing that I think is maybe a bit of a con, but it depends how you look at it is when you go to meetups, you tend to have the same conversations because you introduce yourself, you say, Hello, I'm Anna. I'm a teacher in, in Spanish, of course, or in English. I'm from England. I moved to Madrid. La, 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 la. And you have to kind of feel like you're repeating yourself because you're meeting new people all the time. And it's like, I don't feel like we ever get to some like juicy conversation. So that's one thing that I would say is a, maybe a downside. A downside is another way to say a con or something to consider. But sometimes you meet people that you really get on with and then maybe they're also, they also come back the following week and then you can continue that conversation and move it on to something else. So if you become a regular um, and there are some people that are super regular and they go every week and it's kind of a little, a little bit like a, a, a club, like, you know, they really have good relationships between each other and they know each other really well and they have great conversations and not always the same thing, but that's one thing that I have noticed and you could argue that well practicing your introduction many times is not a bad thing in fact I've got an episode on my podcast about introducing yourself have a look in my library and you'll see it in there super useful episode so it's not necessarily all bad but that's one thing that I would consider also in terms of the schedule these things are all different times it might be that you have work commitments and you can't go maybe you've got kids maybe you've got I don't know, maybe you've got whatever and you're like, this time doesn't work for me. In my case, like none of the times that they have meetups or uh, language exchanges work for me. So the best option for me would be to find somebody online, like a Skype thing or whatever. I would love, I actually thought about doing a language exchange in the morning or during the day for business people. It wasn't an idea I pursued at the time, but let me know if you think that would be a useful thing to do or I don't know I thought it'd be really I thought it could be interesting and offer something different but in the end I decided to focus on on other things so those are a couple of the pros and cons about language exchanges and I really think it just depends on you I think it depends on your personality some people don't like to meet new people they're not interested okay well then this is definitely not for you some people are super social they love meeting new people okay this would be a great option to think about to practice your English speaking skills it also depends on the event organizer and how structured it is. Maybe you way prefer to have like a more informal, relaxed environment. Perfect. Or maybe you prefer to have somebody structure it a little bit more, which is my case. And then it feels like it's a bit more useful and you don't have to worry about, you know, oh, well, which group do I sit with? The one that I really liked the most um, was where the guy that organized it actually when you arrived he said okay are you an English speaker or a Spanish speaker and they I said I'm English and he said right I'm gonna put you on that table obviously you can move but 
to get it started, he's like, okay, well, we've got no English speakers on that table, so I'm going to put you over there. Okay, but in other ones, it's not like that. You turn up and it's like, off you go. You find a group, you, you know, you start chatting to people and... And I, I really, I haven't had any other bad experiences than the, than the time I told you about with the French guy. So it's really, it's a bit hit and miss. Hit and miss means sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. You just have to try it out and see if you like it. But as I said, it could be a fantastic way for you to practice your English for free in the place that you are without having to travel to an English speaking country. It's a way to meet new people, etc. Some of them are more aimed at younger people. Some of them have an older audience. You just have to try them out and see. So I thought I'd do this episode. I hope that maybe clarifies a few things for you, maybe any doubts or questions you have. If you have a question, leave it in the comment on the podcast and I will answer it. And I can tell you and give you my opinion based on my experiences because that's that's what I know. And maybe you have an opinion about um meetups or language exchanges that you can tell me about if you live in any major city anywhere I'm sure that there's going to be a language exchange um, where you are and there's definitely online platforms where you can meet people and and have Skype conferences and Zoom calls etc as I said that's less for me I prefer to meet people face to face but obviously at the moment that's difficult and For example, in Spain, we can do that. But in other places in the world, that's not an option right now. So maybe this is something to think about and consider doing in the future. Or maybe it's something you can do right now, depending on on where you are and what the situation is. So I hope you find that helpful. And as I said, if you have any questions, let me know. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast uh, at Apple Podcasts, Spotify or iVox. Check me out on Instagram or Twitter at Anna with underscore two ends underscore English. And I will see you all for another episode very, very soon. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.